0: Whew, what an emotional few days. Between all the trades, the Ducks' inability to score, and everything else going on, I- I'm exhausted. Just let me nap for 10 seconds and play the music. You're locked on Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Whew, boy, Hello everyone, welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. I needed that nap, folks. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day or the afternoon, whatever the case may be. This has been quite a few days in Ducks land and also in my land. Uh, before we get started with our actual show, I just want to briefly take a minute or two And talk about some other stuff going on not related to hockey. As you guys may have seen on the Locked on Anaheim Ducks Twitter, I've kind of been going through it recently. I've mentioned this. You may have heard my dog, Daisy. She barks in the background a lot. And then also Zuri. She's a younger dog, but she also barks in the background sometimes. So you may have heard one or both of them. Well, Daisy has had some health issues recently. She's an older dog. She's 14 years old. Also has Cushing's disease. So the good news is that she is back home after going through some pretty bad stuff with her organs. Fortunately, some of the treatment has worked, so she is back home as of today, which is a big relief for me. But at the same time, I have to be realistic. She is an older dog. She's 14 years old. So at this point, just want to give her the best quality of life and give her just the best. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, but just want to give her a really, really good quality of life right now and that's what we're going to try to do so yeah you might hear my dog she does actually sit on the couch behind me or she sits on the chair or she sits like she sits wherever she will often be right here right next to me while i'm recording and it's kind of hilarious because while i'm talking it kind of gives her a sense of peace and she'll sometimes look at me while i'm recording if i do something a little bit crazy while recording she'll Kind of perk your ear up, so it it is emotional, and I am definitely like the like quintessential dog parent So just wanted to get that out there, and thank you all for the support. I actually got a lot of support on that over the weekend. So for those of you that had some kind words, some well wishes, and there there were a lot of them, I just want to thank you all for from the from the bottom of my heart. Like thank you for your support in that, and. Yeah, let's just keep it going. All right, guys? All right. And I do appreciate that one of you said, like, there's other jerseys there in that picture. Yes, there's a picture of Daisy with my favorite Anaheim Ducks jersey logo. Like, that one's amazing. But come on, the Kachina jersey, that old school Blackhawks jersey, those are cool too. I actually had those jerseys down on the floor just so she can get a picture with some of my jersey collection. But just want to throw that out there. Okay, now that we're done with all of that. I know this is not usual, but I just wanted to get that out from my heart and get that out first. Thank you guys so very much. So, the Ducks played a game on Friday with not many players, knowing that they were going to be dealt pretty soon. The Ducks in fact only had a, about enough players to at least get through a game on Friday against the Panthers. The less I talk about that game, the better. I will say for the record that the Ducks were without Ricard. Raquel, he was out. Hampus Lindholm, he was also out of this game. Okay, so as soon as we saw Raquel and Lindholm out of the lineup, we knew something was going on. And sure enough, we were right. However, Nicholas Delorier was in the lineup on Friday. And I think that was the most exciting thing about that game was the fight between Rodko Rodko Gudas and Nick Delorier. That was the highlight of the game if you're a Ducks fan because those two fighting, yeah, that, that was fun. Everything else after that was complete crap. It was bad. The Ducks only shot the puck 17 times. It was It was bad. It was just one of those games. In fact, the most shots on goal was the incredible, ready for this, Simon Benoit. Oh, you thought I was going to go somewhere else, huh? Yeah, Benoit had the most shots with four. And then it was Troy Terry with three shots, and everyone else had one or two. It, it wasn't close. Florida outshot the Ducks 42-17. to 17. Jonathan Huberto continues to be amazing. He scored two goals that night. And how many of you expected a Jumbo Joel goal? I didn't, but that was the final score. 3-0 in favor of Florida. And there's 18 games left in the Dallas-Eakins era. And Florida continues to be a stellar team. In fact, looking at the standings right now, Florida is in first place in the East. They're not quite to Colorado yet, but Florida being in first place, they were pretty aggressive on the trade deadline, and we will talk about that momentarily. But one more little tidbit about that game. Playing time for that game was a little bit unusual just because of who was playing and who wasn't. Uh, Buddy Robinson didn't get much playing time. Adam Henrique, he got the most playing time. That was kind of nice to see because Henrique has been that unheralded duck recently. I did mention on a tweet recently that Henrique had been on a bit of a hot streak. He had something like eight points in six games. He was terrific. Max Comtois also looked pretty decent on this game as well. He had 16 minutes, did well in the faceoff dot. Derek Grant got a lot of minutes. Yeah, Derek Grant. Got more playing time than Trevor Zegres and Sonny Milano. Again, this was a quintessential Dallas Eakins game. Playing those guys in the fourth line instead of the kids. He didn't play Trevor Zegres all that much. He hardly played Sonny Milano. You know what's coming. Hashtag let the kids play. I've been beating a dead horse with this. I've been saying this. For the past two seasons, just let the kids play. Or maybe Dallas Eakins is just phoning it in at this point. I don't know if he actually is, but to have that little bit of playing time, does that give me much hope for the rest of the season? Probably not. Is he probably embracing the tank? Hey, it it could be that. He could be saying, you know what? We're not going to make the playoffs. We're just going to tank now. It could be that all over again, just like last year, as the Ducks find themselves inching ever so close to 500 again. All right, we are going to take our first intermission now because we've got a bunch of trades to talk about, and there are a lot of them. So stick around after the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens a couple of weeks ago because I wanted more energy. I wanted a better immune system, and I... Just like my dog here, I hate taking pills. Hate it. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good, and I wanted to see what the hype was all about. And that's where Athletic Greens came in. And once again, want to thank Athletic Greens for providing me with some supply. I've been on it for a couple of weeks, and I really like it. It's super healthy. It's got kind of a tropical taste, and I kind of like it it has 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food sourced superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right and given the stress that i've been through the last few days i'll i'll say this it's definitely helped it's it's helped my immune system not go to total you know what over the past few days so it has helped me a lot it's given me some great benefits as far as energy like Just the energy to get through this weekend and through the next couple of days, it has helped tremendously. So, what are you guys waiting for? Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's it. No need for a million different pills. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk all about trades. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on this trade deadline day, and it has been a doozy. First off, thank you once again for all your well wishes. Daisy's back home. She's resting. Yeah, it's it's fine for now. All right, so let's talk about all these trades that the Ducks executed. I talked at length last week about their first trade, and that was the Josh Manson trade to the Colorado Avalanche. So I talked about that last week, picking up Drew Hellison. It's a good pickup. Well, the Ducks made not one, not two, not three, but four trades, all to contenders. So let's go through each of these. The big one, I, I would say the biggest trade the Ducks made was the trade to the Boston Bruins. So here's what the Ducks gave up to the Boston Bruins. Hampus Lindholm, the longtime Anaheim Duck. He is now on his way to Boston to try to help the Boston Bruins win a Stanley Cup. And this one kind of hurts a bit because Hampus Lindholm has been a lifelong Duck. He's been there for a number of years. He's got 222 points in 582 games, a solid all-around defenseman and someone that can very much help the Boston Bruins. So that's what the Ducks gave up. They also gave up Cody Curran. Ooh, that one kind of stings a little bit because Cody's got a big shot first off. Big booming shot, as John Broadman likes to say. That, that one hurts the goals because Curran had been doing pretty well with San Diego this season And I think the Providence Bruins or maybe even Boston, they could use a depth piece like that, but he's more likely to head off to Providence with the P Bruins. So we'll see how that works out for the Bruins. What the Ducks got in return. They got John Moore, who we'll talk about more in a second. Earl Vakennainen. They got a first round pick from 2022, a second round pick from 2023, and a second round pick from 2024. So they got a couple of players. And they got three. Three draft picks. So there was a lot to say about this particular trade. Because Lindholm and the Ducks were trying to get some kind of contract going. And it just never happened. As, as so happens, frequently during the trade deadline, just these deals don't work out. Or they don't get worked out the way that the players would want to happen. So Hampus Lindholm goes to Boston. What the Ducks were offering, the Ducks were offering more money for Hampus Lindholm. However, it was less term. The Ducks were willing to go up to five years, five years on this. And yeah, Hampus said, no, he wanted, he wanted a longer term, but the Ducks offered more money per season. So knowing that they couldn't work out a deal, GM Pat Verbeek got to work. And he said, who wants Hampus Lindholm? So he shopped around. There was a lot of teams in the Hampus Lindholm sweepstakes. A lot of them. I know the St. Louis Blues were very aggressively going after Hampus Lindholm. But he winds up going to Boston because they had just a little bit more to give. So with that, three draft picks already and two players. But more about Hampus Lindholm. The day after that trade, this happened yesterday, Hampus Lindholm signed an eight-year, $52 million extension with the Boston Bruins. That is a lot of money. If you're a Ducks fan, would you have been comfortable giving Hampus Lindholm an eight-by-six contract? I, I don't know if I would be comfortable giving him that contract because by the time that contract ends... He's going to be in his age 36 season. And that's always risky to sign a player that's already 28 and sign him till he's 36. This contract ends in 2030. That is a long time from now. And that's going to be a lot of money for Hampus Lindholm when he turns 35, 36. So even though it's going to take place seven years from now, I don't see that entire contract playing out. So, yeah, that, that's what I think of that. Again, eight years, 6.5 AAV for the Boston Bruins. Did the Ducks dodge a bullet there? Time will soon tell. And will Hampus Lindholm help out the Bruins this season or any of the subsequent seasons in their quest for Lord Stanley's Cup? I guess time will tell on that. So that was trade number one. And that was a biggie. There was another trade the Ducks made on Saturday. Kind of a lesser deal. But they traded away Nicholas Delorier. I know. I know. A fan favorite. Big time fighter. Great personality. Love Nick Delorier. He got traded to the Minnesota Wild for a third round pick. This one's kind of funny to me. Because I look back to a while ago this this took place, I want to say, three years ago, where the Ducks acquired Nicholas Delorier from the Montreal Canadiens for a fourth-round pick. So you mean to tell me that... And this took place right around the time I began hosting this podcast. So it's been almost three years. That the Ducks gave up a fourth-round pick, and then they got back a third. So they gave up a fourth, got back a third, and... And got two and a half seasons worth of Nick DeLaurier. That's pretty freaking good asset management, if you ask me. (laughs) Like, this is great. Does it mean that the Ducks completely fleeced Minnesota? Not necessarily. The Ducks did get a third. And DeLaurier did have that great little fight on his last game. And I'm sure Minnesota saw saw that and went, ooh. We kind of need a little bit of that grit to get into the playoffs. He does know how to throw his body around. He can get those hits. And just out of a moment, he can score three goals in a game or score two goals in a game. You just never know. So he can give you unexpected offense, but it doesn't happen very often. So that's the DeLaurier move. All right, we're going to talk about the two trades that happened on today's deadline. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is... The one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. It is where the game starts. And it has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And aside from all the hockey on there, you've got basketball. NBA season is winding down in three weeks. And you've got March Madness. And how many of you had a 15 seed going to the Sweet 16? I bet none of you did. And could you imagine going back and thinking, man, I'd put, I wish I'd put some money on those two games for that team to make it to the sweet 16, or I bet a lot of fans were kind of hoping to put some money on UCLA, the last two games, they would have made quite a bit. So if you want to check out the latest March madness lines, then head over to betonline.net and Hey, you know what? It is where the game starts. Once again, Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. And this show was also brought to you by Built Bar, everybody's favorite protein bar. And folks, as much as I love Athletic Greens, I really love Built Bar because those protein bars are packed with at least 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. Are you kidding me? And they taste terrific. There is 18 wonderful flavors covered in 100% real dark chocolate. It is amazing. The Built Bars are great. And so are the Built Puffs, which include my personal favorite flavor. Yeah, you ready for this? It's the Churro Puff. That's right. The Churro Puff Built Bar. My favorite of all time. So if you want to try Built Bars for yourself, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Once again, that's built.com. All righty. Yeah, enough talking about that 100% delicious Built Bar. Let's talk about some trades that happened earlier today and the reason this is going out a little bit later. I said last week Mondays was going to be a late podcast because there were some trades that took place today mm. and this all took place and I'll just completely fully disclose this. I I wasn't home. In fact, I was at the vet both times when those trades came out. Like I happened to be at the vet when all the trades on Saturday went out like, oh, of all the timing, if it had happened earlier or later in the day, I could have gotten some more out of it. And then today, just, you know, like I have to be a pet parent first, but Today, the Ducks made two trades, one to the Pittsburgh Penguins and one to the Vegas Golden Knights. First, the trade with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Say goodbye to beloved Anaheim Duck, Ricard Raquel. Raquel has been traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins and 35% of the salaries retained there. The Pittsburgh Penguins get Ricard Raquel. A terrific goal scorer. He's definitely shoot first quite a bit of times. And can you imagine Ricard Raquel slotting in the top six? That could really boost his confidence and maybe it'll help the Penguins. And I'm actually rooting for the Penguins on this one because I love me some Ricky Raquel. And what do the Ducks get back? They got back a lot. They got back. Dominic Simon. Okay, I do not hate that at all. Dominic Simon is a good depth forward. Whether he plays the rest of his games up in Anaheim, I, I would say, yeah, he's going to play all 18 in Anaheim. So Dominic Simon, pretty decent depth piece. They also pick up Zach Aston Reese. Ooh, now this I like a little bit more. Zach Aston Reese, good player for such a small contract. Even though he's only making $1.7 million this season, He's making the fourth most amount among all the forwards. Yeah, seriously, the fourth most at a mere 1.7. Zach Aston Reese, so far this season, 11 points in 52 games, but another depth piece. He scored 62 points in 213 games with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He is only 27 years old, so he's he's got some years behind him, but still a pretty solid death player. I could see Zach Aston Reese being a third or fourth line kind of guy for the Ducks. I would say more so probably fourth line. Let's be on like third or fourth line. Let's be real here. But Zach Aston Reese, still a great player to add to the Ducks for the rest of the season. And Zach Aston Reese also is a UFA. So maybe the Ducks could retain him or maybe he'll be kind of a rental as well. Same with Dominic Simon, by the way. Oh, by the way, the Ducks also got the signing rights to Callie Klang. What a name for a goaltending prospect with the last name of Clang. That's something. That's something right there. And I'll talk more about prospects later on this week because we are running against it. Oh, the Ducks also got a second round pick in 2022. So more picks for the Ducks. Hey, how about that? And then they made one final trade, apparently just in under the wire. The Ducks make a trade with the Vegas Golden Knights. You ready for this, folks? They trade the contract of Ryan Kessler. Yes, they get that off the books for what it's worth. And they also get rid of John Moore, who they just picked up in the Hampus Lindholm trade. So John Moore is a Duck for about 36 hours. And then off to Vegas. But you know what? John Moore gave it his all as a member of the Anaheim Ducks. I say that tongue-in-cheek. But hey, you know what? That's an asset that Vegas was willing to acquire. And I'm sure because of the injuries, they will both go on long-term IR. So this is a salary dump because the Ducks get back. Yevgeny Dadonov. Yeah, Dadonov is coming to the Ducks. Making him... The second most expensive player on here. Yevgeny Dadunov. With the Vegas Golden Knights, he's had a decent season. He is 33 years old, so he's a bit on the older side. He's got 27 points in 62 games. And and looks pretty good with the Vegas Golden Knights. He has kind of hurt the Ducks this season. Last season, he was mired in Ottawa. So, I mean, no one looked good in Ottawa. And Florida, I would say his best season's were in Florida, where he scored 65 points, 70 points, and 47 points with the Florida Panthers. So we know he can score. He can score goals. He is definitely first shoot first. He's got 119 goals in 397 games. We know he has the capability. We know he could do it. So even though this is a salary dump for the Vegas Golden Knights, The Ducks at least get back a pretty decent player. It is a bit of a cap hit at $5 million, but it's only this season and next season. And then that's it. The Ducks have had worse contracts in the past. $5 million, not that bad. And with the $5 million, it prevents the Ducks from going to the cap floor. It keeps them above that. So once again, to just break down all the trades, like I actually do want to completely break down each and every trade later this week, and I do plan on doing that. But just to recap what the Ducks gave up in the past week, essentially. So the Ducks gave up Josh Manson, Nick Delorier, Cody Curran, Hampus Lindholm, Ricard Raquel, Ryan Kessler, and John Moore. So they gave up kind of a bit, but here's what they got back. The players first. They got back Drew Hellison, Earl Vakaninen, Dominic Simon, Zach Aston Reese, Callie Klang, Evgeny Denonov. And they've got a slew of picks. Here's all the picks they acquired. They got a first round pick in 2022. They got a second round pick in 2022. They got a second round pick in 2023. In fact, they got two second round picks in 2023. One from the Avalanche, one from Boston. They got a third-round pick in 2023. They also got a second-round pick in 2024. Oh, and here's the other thing the Ducks got from the Vegas Golden Knights. They got a conditional second-round pick from the Vegas Golden Knights. So here's the conditions. Anaheim receives Vegas's second-round pick in either the 2023 or 2024 NHL draft and this depends on the conditions of the Eichel trade that Vegas just had. So, hey, another second round pick. So I count, what, four second rounders? That's not bad. A third rounder and a first? Hey, I'll, I'll take that. I think anybody would take I take that back. They actually got five second round picks. Can you imagine all those players... That we're not going to re-sign with the Ducks and you wind up with 5 second round picks and a first? That is a ton of picks. GM Pat Verbeek fully leaning into the rebuild. And there are going to be a couple more lean years ahead. But thinking about all the picks that the Ducks acquired and how good these drafts are. I do not hate the moves. This rebuild should have started years ago. And I un- I kind of understand why it didn't start because Bob Murray was a little bit handcuffed. But two years ago, I think was a time where Bob Murray could have done a little bit more. But last year, especially. Last year, I think Bob Murray could have done more in last year's trade deadline and did not. And the Ducks were already second to last place at the time of last year's trade deadline. And did not do much. That still disappoints me. That Bob Marie didn't do much last season. And to see this rebuild. Fully happening. I kind of like it. So the trades have happened. Now it's time for the actual rebuilding. Who are the Ducks going to pick up in the drafts? Who are they going to pick up. In possible offseason moves. Because the Ducks are going to have. A ton of cap space in the summer. They've got about $40 million in free money to spend. As of right now, they are nowhere near the salary floor for next season. So they've got a lot of money to spend. And they've got two first round picks in this year's draft. So I'd be, I'm would be i more excited to see what they do this summer in the offseason. And I think all Ducks fans should look forward to that. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for your support. I really loved it. Really much appreciated. Thank you all so much for the support. All right, don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at L O underscore ducks. Once again, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It's very, very much appreciated. And, you know, I cannot thank you guys enough. You guys were just all terrific. So thank you all once again. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And ducks and dogs fly together.